another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me instead of uh, Matt Dudek, who you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt, is John Parker. Hey, Bob. How's it going? Just peachy. <laughs> John, you can find on Twitter at Horizon. John, you can find the podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com, and you can find us and be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. Are we going to win anything? <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like, you know, I mean, I, I feel like Oakland beating yeah. Oklahoma State kind of, you know, set us up for some false, you know, set us up for some inflated expectations, I think. Well, I mean, Oakland might win a lot. Other than that, um, need more information. Really? No kidding. Because, yeah, we, so, yeah, we'll talk about kind of, it's been yeah. I'm I'm glad you're doing the power rankings because I would lose my mind. You're probably uh-huh. already losing your mind, so that's gonna be fun. Um, but we'll talk about the week that was with with the Horizon League. Um, uh, but uh, one programming note by the way. Uh, next week we are not going to be we are not going to be doing a podcast. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and you know, we'll we'll talk to you after the uh, after the conference games finally get going. I, yeah, we've got conference games that are coming up in oh, you know, a week, two weeks. So that's going to be – I'm looking forward to that. But – Yeah, definitely make my job with the power rankings a lot easier because right now it, it's a mess. Indeed it will. Um, but before we go into your power rankings, I want to – I want to talk about the thing that we're still dealing with, you know, 20 months later, and that's COVID and IUPUI. Yeah, IUPUI women getting their uh, first two Horizon League games canceled, and um, we didn't talk about it previously when we talked about scheduling and all that. But yeah, those well, that's the thing. Nobody knew. So, so this this really requires some explanation because I don't think anybody really. We didn't. I know we didn't have a discussion about it, but I don't think anybody else had a discussion about what the Horizon League's COVID policy was. And we should have because the same exact thing happened to IUPUI's women's soccer team in September. <laughs> same thing. And we didn't, you know, obviously we were doing a bunch of other stuff, so we weren't really, you know, paying all that much attention. But the it, it, apparently the Horizon League's COVID policy is that um, – if you are una- if your team is unable to travel or your it, team is not able to go per- to play in any of the games, you will forfeit, and that's exactly what they did on Thursday and Saturday. So they forfeited their game against Cleveland State. They forfeited their game against Purdue Fort Wayne, which incidentally means Purdue Fort Wayne has won one more game this year than they did all of last year. Yep. Maria Marcasano is a slam dunk hire. There's your <laughs> proof. Come on. I mean, I yes, but <laughs> I, I know. Um, it it yes, just but... a pretty interesting set of women's basketball standings. Um, and by the way, I'm sure you're glad that you're not doing the power rankings. Kyle Rossi is doing those. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, sure well, you don't envy him dealing with that. I'm sure he's got some interesting takes on that as well. We'll see on Monday. We'll see, yeah, we'll they, see, uh, we'll see on Monday. That happened the instant that came out. Uh, the Horizon League actually updated the standings. So. That- for a full day, Purdue-Fort Wayne was alone in first in the league, and IUPUI was alone in last, and that might never happen again. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
not for a little while at least. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's going to have a significant impact on the league. Just the- like it did last season, because that's what tripped IUPU up last season. And yeah. that's how it ended up the way that they ended up. And it, it definitely creates this weird imbalance thing where, like, I mean, Cleveland State got a win against IUPUI that realistically I don't think anyone would have predicted they would get. Um, no. IUPUI seemed to be head and shoulders above the rest of the league coming into the season. Then when they actually got on the court, they went and took a top 15 Michigan team to overtime. Yeah. Uh, like, so they're living up to expectations. They, and this happens. Yeah. Um, so that could, you know, give, I mean, frankly, both Purdue Fort Wayne at the bottom of this or towards the bottom of the standings and Cleveland State probably somewhere in the middle, an artificial boost over the other teams competing with them. Because I, based on what we've seen, I don't think either of them would have stood a chance. And it, it's going to be like last year where the basically the formula shifted IUPUI in the standings into kind of a a spot that ended up being really, really rough for Oakland in particular, who all of a sudden had to play IUPUI instead of IUPUI being up in like the one to two seed range. And that game would have happened in the realistically. That's exactly what's going to happen this year, probably, except this year, there's no formula. If you lose, if you if you're not able to participate in the game, it, it, chalk it up as a loss. That's it. That that is the Horizon League policy. That is what they do. That is that is their decree, and so that's what you got to deal with. And my understanding is NCAA wide, that is the first pair of forfeits since uh, VCU in the men's basketball tournament last season. Um, wow. So. <laughs> Pretty wild because, yeah, I guess other things are being called forfeits, but uh, Matt Norlander went into it and, like, they're technically just withdrawing. It doesn't count as a loss on their record, but this this does. Yeah, it does. Twice, in fact. So, um, so yeah, that's going to really – I mean, you know, performance-wise, it, it, it doesn't matter because now you've run into a situation where IUPUI has two losses that you don't wouldn't have necessarily expected them to have. Um, in this first part of the season, which of course, and, and of course, it brings up the question of the fact that you know there's the you know, the Horizon League is doing started their conference schedule in the you know this weekend with the women. I I mean I, I'm not sure what the thought process was in there. I mean I am not going to try to figure out their schedule the scheduling process because it looks way too complex for me. <laughs> Right. I mean, it really does. I mean, but it's funny because they 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 had started. It's funny because the women started earlier last year too with their conference schedule. So it, it stands the reason that makes a little bit of sense. And then they didn't want obviously they didn't want to good. So so instead of doing it the week before because the week before would have put them right in the Thanksgiving weekend. And I'm sure you know there's a bunch, I'm sure there's a bunch of MTEs there. And you know some of the teams are dealing with there. So a week before. So this weekend that's what we had to work with. So. I don't see any fault in the logic. I'll, you know, but I don't love it. It, it. Non-conference, you know, at this level is kind of about tune-ups and yeah, no one really got any before they just got thrown into league play. Um, but eh, is what it is. That is true. That is true. I'll be interested in seeing how those things work. I mean, it seems like this is in, I'll be interested in seeing if this is something that carries over 
elsewhere into the, you know, into maybe into the non-conference. Be very interested in seeing that affects any of that. I don't see it happening, but then again, you never know. That's what happens. I don't know. So anyway, on to the uh, non-conference games on the men's side. And I, I know this requires some explanation, but it does oh, trouble me a little bit. Nope, that nope. We're not starting what? with troubles. We're starting off with Jamal Kane. Oh, we are starting off with Jamal yeah, Kane. Okay, yeah, we'll 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 get all we'll we'll get all like sad sack a little later on. Yes, um, we got positive. <laughs> okay, uh, so I I know that we have you know th- we've talked about Jamal Kane for a month or so you know a couple months already and we've seen a lot of stuff from him already um, on the court and we I, I we know we've had a lot of a conversation about the guys who are coming these transfers coming in that have the 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 ca- that are of the caliber to be considered one of the best players in the league. We've seen it before ironically with Oakland with Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Um and I know it's a little early but I know it's a little early and it's a little early when you're looking at the fact that you also have Pat Baldwin Jr. and Antoine Davis in the in in this in this league, but Jamal Kane is making an argument an early argument um, for be for can being considered as one of the top players in the league. And this uh, above his his teammate um, Jalen Moore, who by the way, again, he's not doing anything he's not doing anything wrong. It's just Jamal Kane is doing really, really good compared by comparison. I mean, it's funny because when we talked about when we, um, because uh, when Oakland beat Toledo, Jamal Kane and we all, we all touted Jamal Kane's double, double, but lest you forget that, that Jalen Moore also had a double, double in that game. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how that's crazy that you have a double double and you're overshadowed by your teammate, like dramatically overshadowed. Twenty yeah. seventeen. What is that against, you know, a, a good team, a team that and for the Mac. Um, and then I crowned him my player of the week right then and there. He turns around, and goes for thirty one and ten. OK, no, I thought it was, no, no, I thought it was thirty three. Oh, it's Alabama. <laughs> so average is like 30 some point yeah Jeez, that's insane just yeah ridiculous so yeah and, and yeah i mean he, i mean he was the only and basically against alabama that was him i mean for the entire first half it was just basically that was the strategy yeah. get jamal king to score which is i mean yeah. there's not a, against a team like alabama there's not a lot you can do about that because uh alabama was the uh was one of the two seeds last year. They were one of the two seeds when Cleveland State was a 15 that I didn't want to play. Then the play, of course, you know, Houston did so much better too, made it to the <laughs> final four. So yeah, it was you were damned if you did, damned if you don't. You had like you know, you had Alabama, you had Iowa with Luca Garza, and you had you know Houston. I mean, you know, those were your those are basically your choices, and you're like, oh. I'm not, I can't deal with that, but yeah, and but Alabama, but Alabama pr- kind of proved why they were as good as they were, uh, what good as they were last year because most of those guys are holdovers from last year. Yep. So you saw how good they were, 
and there wasn't really, you know, eventually, you know, with all the buy games that Oakland has, you knew eventually their luck was going to run out. <laughs> you were hoping it was going to be later rather than sooner, but, you know, again, it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, regard, but regardless, again, you, you still had a Jamal Kane just, you know, just play his ass off against Alabama. I mean, he was absolutely amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously not the three-point shooting that you'd like, but if that's your only fault against that team, no big deal. It, I mean, yeah, it's exactly what that is. And it doesn't matter. It's not really going to be. But, yeah, man, it was. it's interesting because, man, you – and then, but man, uh, on the flip side, then you had Milwaukee and Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, not a surprising outcome. I think they basically they uh, their plan was to make anybody else beat you. Yeah, Florida. They basically they locked down they locked down Pat Bowen Jr. and they basically said let anybody else beat you, and yep. nobody could. And I mean, not a shock uh, again. You look at their first or their second game um, against Eastern Kentucky, a team that presses. Uh, they were going to get run out of the gym until a late comeback. So Florida, a team that's fresh off of just clobbering Florida State. Yeah. Clearly, they're they're a good team. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it hurts my soul that one of their players is Tyree Appleby, but that's a whole other <laughs> that's all our conversation for a whole other day. They had him on the. Yeah, they had him on. They had him on this post on the post game too. So I was like, "But man, Colin Castleton, their their big guy was basically just basically ran those guys. You know, he was he he was we worked at their will. Which again, you know, I understand it's Florida, but that kind of exposes kind of a glaring issue for Milwaukee too. Whereas yeah. again with uh, again with Oakland. You've seen with the two wins that they've had, you've seen kind of a more robust kind of uh, collection of players because you've had, you know, within within the wins, you've had a Jamal Kane obviously as the superstar. You've had Jalen Moore, who should be the superstar, but he's also sitting next to Jamal Kane. You're even seeing, you know, Trey Townsend and, and Blake Lampman even, you know, yeah, had a great game. who are who are stepping up when you need to. So, and then, you know, Osei Price, um, he's a freshman, correct? Yeah. Um, he's been really interesting because when I watch him, I feel like he's doing really well. And then you look at the, the line and he might need to dial it back a little on D because he's committing four fouls a game. <laughs> I've never seen that out of him. Well, he, to be fair, he's also coming off the bench, too. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like it's all that much of a surprise. It, again, he's literally, he's... <laughs> He's what four games into his college career, and yeah, his name's and not his name's not Pat Baldwin Jr. I'm gonna give Oakland's him a pass. Not exactly taking it light on the scheduling. Every team they've played Absolutely so far, not. no, of course not. No, they, that's but that's what they do. That's what they've always done, and that's we we should be used to that with Oakland. Yep. Um, and and honestly, again, it's a situation where they can they can you know they've. How many years have they done, you know, kind of done this? How look at last year, for instance, when they basically just went what one in nine in the non-conference or whatever the hell it was. And early on, they were just getting clobbered, even by like a Toledo. I know Toledo lost their best player, but um, yeah. they obviously things are going a lot better for them this year. Um, they eventually kind of figured it up towards the end of non-conference, but still yeah. 
lost the games. Um, that Oklahoma, but then they, then they went in the conference, and I mean, they didn't set the world on fire, but they were, you know, they did, they held their own. Um, and, yeah. and they made it to the final. They made it to the finals. Yeah, they made it to the um, finals of the conference tournament, which, which is of a conference tournament that's absolutely amazing. And then the finals was like totally anticlimactic because they, because <laughs> you know, seriously, it was completely anticlimactic because you know Cleveland State basically controlled the entire game. Yeah. Which I, I really wasn't prepared for because we were so because we were conditioned to be on the edge of our seat that entire tournament and just didn't happen. So um, I think the uh, I think this uh, what is the name of this? Stu- what is the name of this MTE there in, in Florida? Because it's like you have Oakland in Florida, you have Milwaukee in Florida, you have Wright State in Florida. And I think we can see a grand total of none of those games. <laughs> I think it's just you know, I think it's just um yeah, because Wright State is going down. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's hilarious because it's like, what the hell? Like everybody is like, I mean, they're yeah, the, yeah. So Wright State is at the Naples Invitational. Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't know what I don't know where Arrow, Florida is, but you know, I'm sure it's a. Uh, I'm sure it's nice this time of year, I guess. <laughs> and then Milwaukee's in Florida too, so that's. And again, every single one of these games is on flow hoops, man. Why? The James Madison fans are going to be able to watch that. Not that they're in the tournament, just <laughs> they have that channel. Um, yeah, I. Good for yeah. They started so um, <laughs> so yeah. So it, so guess what? You know, you can still listen to them. Neil Rule, listen to him. Still get to do that. Um, so yeah, the Gulf Coast Showcase. That's what they're doing. I think it's yeah. That's um, but yeah. So they start off with Vermont, and they start out with Vermont in the afternoon on Monday afternoon. So you, if you're listening to this later on in the week, uh, Oakland is probably already played. I think it's a, uh, from from this standpoint. I think it is. Um, I think this is kind of a showcase where it's not like you're you're not running into the heavy. I mean, basically, this is. Oh look, Fordham. We could. There's a possibility Oakland pl- could play Fordham. <laughs> so this is who's, who's in this Gulf in this Gulf Coast Classic. Um, so Oakland plays Vermont, and then the winner of that game plays the winner of Rice and Evansville. Um, and then on the bottom of the bracket, you have Akron, Fordham, App State, and Delaware. So that's basically it. <laughs> that's what. So that's what. And again. You know, again, you're going to have to listen to this on. Uh, you're going to have to listen to listen to the radio call because why would you ever spend money on flow hoops? What I I I have to, I, I I talk a lot of I talk a lot of junk about you know ESPN and whatever sometimes. So, but if we're being honest, it's not flow hoops. It's way cheaper. And oh by the way, it comes with a package that includes you can you know it, you you're not spending. Yeah, the Fort Myers tip off is where. Uh, where Milwaukee is play, is going to be playing in Fort Myers. So so within like the entire state of Florida is getting invaded by Horizon League teams. Um, oh, and uh, let's see here. Yeah, I don't think they're even on TV. Honestly, <laughs> I'm looking at who where where the t- where they would be on TV, but it doesn't look like they're actually going to be on TV. So 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 Milwaukee starts theirs on Tuesday. They play Bowling Green, and then they they're. And then the next day they're playing either Southern Utah or Yale. So those are, you know, Bowling Green. I mean, 
I guess the question that I have about Milwaukee is: Are you going to figure out anything? Are you going to figure anything out enough to beat Bowling Green? I guess that would be my question. Um, hope so. <laughs> I I don't know. They they've been down a couple guys who are definitely key to what they do. Um, sure. they did get Lathan back, um, but obviously not in a matchup they ever had much of a shot in. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. And I think, and then on the, and then the Naples Invitational again, flow hoops. So yeah, basically there's three MTEs in Florida that, you know, you're going to have to listen to because you're definitely not going to be able to watch them. Um, so Wright State starts off theirs on Monday against, again, Monday afternoon, theoretically, if you're watching and listening to this later on or heading, you know, on Wednesday when you're heading to grandma's house, this has already happened. Um, so they play George Washington, and then the next day they play either Kent State or James Madison. And then they play a third game on Wednesday. So basically, from what it looks like, all of those teams are pretty much going to be done with all you – know, they're pretty much – these MTEs are basically all the you – know, basically it for them until the conference season starts. So we're going to have like about a week or so. I think we're going to have probably like a week or so where we're going to where there's only going to be a handful of teams that are going to actually be playing. It's going to confuse me. <laughs> but it's yeah, but that's the kind of the whole thing too, I guess. So yeah. But and, and none of them are playing on anywhere I'm paying for, so that's sad. <laughs> that's right, I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep bringing that up because I'm so, I I don't know why that, I don't know why I'm having such a problem with that. Um but yeah, I think the only other team, and then, oh yeah, I forgot. So, so yeah, they, so Wright State, Oakland, and Wright State, Oakland, and um, Milwaukee all play in Florida. Uh, Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, UIC is playing in Las Vegas, and then they're done until the start of the conference season, which is on December second, by the way. Um, so they've got something going on. Cleveland State and Youngstown State hosted their own MTEs. Um, Cleveland State wraps theirs up on Monday night against Hoppin State. And then Youngstown just wrapped theirs up and, man, I feel bad for them. Uh, yeah, and I mean, obviously the the brutal loss that they took yeah. to Southern Illinois Edwardsville Unfortunately, was not the worst news they got that day. Uh, So for those of you scoring at home, um, Garrett Covington uh, injured his Achilles and he's pretty good. He's probably done. Yeah, he's period. They confirmed he's out for a year. Um, And obviously it's a major blow to the team. He's probably one of their one of their better players. Um, Kind of. I would say Michael Akache is their best. You know, he's definitely been the one asserting himself the most. Certainly. Um, and then between Covington, Allison, and Rattan Mays, um, one of those guys is probably next. Um, the so, question now beca- the question now becomes: What exactly are they going to do? What exactly is? And Youngstown State, we by the way, we are not going to see until the conference starts. So we, we this 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 uh, MTE they did at Beagley. Um, still the house of heart attacks. I was hoping to get away from that this year, but no. <laughs> oh, hey, no. House of heart attacks yesterday. <laughs> that way. Thanks a lot. They had the ball with 3.3 seconds to go in a tie game, and oh, they geez. lost. I love that. Oh, 
That was so painful. And then, obviously, today's game got a little bit away from them. A um, little bit, yes. But yeah. but I think now, I think what they're probably going to be, what they need to do in the next week and a half is figure out, okay, how what how are we going to adjust? You know, who's going to fill, who's going to step up for, and oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and guess where they get to start their conference schedule? Against Pat Baldwin Jr. in Milwaukee. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's the way they did at the end of the game today. They could cause problems based on what I've seen from Milwaukee so far. Um, they were yeah, having yeah, the, the big uh, thing with Milwaukee is going to be you got. I mean, I yeah. thought we were over this, but it seems like there's what is the strategy? I mean, what is the strategy for them in terms of offense? Because you, we know that they have players that can not just PDJ who can score. You have Golston. You have Josh Thomas. I mean, yeah. you know, your your two major question marks at this moment in time are, are you going to get Lathan back to run the point? And if you can't, then how? Who? Uh, he is, played, it gonna be Donovan, is it Donovan Newby? Because, you know, I, I don't know. And then you have the issue in the middle, which is, I, I don't understand that one, because I really thought Samba Kane was going to be the guy in the middle for them. But I keep seeing Joey St. Pierre all the time. <laughs> he did all right against Florida, all things considered. Um, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was there. None of that. Honestly, none of them had a chance. Really had a chance because yeah. man, that was that was. Yeah. But that's not their fault. And honestly, that's probably not going to be a situation you're going to see them. And I don't think you're really going to. Honestly, I don't think you're they're gonna, you're going to see that down in Florida. You're not going to see a similar situation for them, you know, in any of the games they're going to be playing in Florida. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't see it. So, but, man, they got to – it just seems like, you know, but we also well, – we could have said the same thing, uh, you know, when they were playing Eastern Kentucky, EKU, and they still lost. So, I mean, what am I missing? <laughs> yeah, they need to – they need to work on press break nonstop until conference play. <laughs> like, because – that Young they do, State, and so you got a, you got a little more than a week to do it, guys. Oakland's gonna prep. They're they're gonna get. Oh yeah. and they need to figure out how to deal with it. And um, you're gonna have to deal with it right away against against Youngstown State, and then, yeah. so that's gonna be so yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be something. Yeah, it just seems like you know you would thought. I mean, I don't know why I expected more than getting the same questions I get every year. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I expected more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I. I'm a little. I'm still a little bummed that four teams haven't won a game yet. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> definitely some kind of wide varieties in those results. Um. Outside of their first game where they just got blown out by Wyoming, Detroit Mercy's actually looked pretty okay. It's just they played. A Wyoming team still undefeated with a win over Washington. They played Mississippi State, Louisville, and I'm blanking on. Uh, Toledo. They played Toledo. Toledo, yeah. So, yeah. Again, so, so yeah. Good. Now, the other thing with the, the other thing with Detroit Mercy, of course, is the fact they don't have no the no Waterman's out with a concussion. Yep. So that's a that's clearly a big issue for them, which means. They again, once again, they're in a situation where they got to figure out who exactly is going to be their, you know, their go-to guy. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> they know the go-to guy. 
I don't know. I mean, you just th- I just thought it was going to be Matt Johnson this year, but obviously I don't know anything. <laughs> of course, I, I didn't think Matt Johnson was uh, Matt Johnson was in the transfer board, and I didn't think he was going to be back. Um, I don't know. It's a you know you know you see, you know Kevin McAdoo maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> he seemed to do pretty good. Uh, he seemed to be do pretty good in spots, but you know, is he going to be consistent? I don't know. Uh, Madu Jakic. Yeah. He, he he stepped up big time against uh, Louisville. Are we yeah. gonna see more of him? I mean, we probably need to because he's probably the one getting the minutes Noah Waterman would be getting usually. Yeah. So they're still running out. Of, you know, when are we gonna see DJ Harvey exactly? <laughs> it seems like we haven't really seen. A, I mean, we haven't really seen what we expected out of him. Yeah. No, he hasn't really lived up to. I mean, he didn't score. He was scoreless against Wyoming. He only got two points against Toledo. He got six points against Mississippi State and then three points against Louisville. Yeah. yeah. I would like for that guy, I'm sure, and I'm sure Detroit Mercy fans will agree with me, he'd like that guy to show up. <laughs> yeah, I might have to stop guessing that guys who transfer into Detroit Mercy after proving themselves at higher levels are going to have it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's playing. Yeah, that, that doesn't defy. Yeah, I mean, do we? You know, it's like see, we've got we've got had again. So they have a yeah. So they have a couple of games this weekend. Oh, another freaking flow poops game against Hofstra. Stop playing CIA teams. <laughs> well, that's a really crappy thing to say, especially since uh, you know. Especially all things, all things considered. Um, but yeah, so they got two. They actually have two completely not. So they play on Saturday against Hofstra, and then they play on Tuesday. And they're actually the last team that play. They have such a weird schedule because they have that Tuesday game against on the thirtieth against Northeastern, and then they turn around two days later and play IUPUI, which maybe not be the worst thing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, based on the way IUPUI is playing, that might not be the end of the world for Detroit because that's going to be the other end of the 0-4 or the winless teams. Um, They just played in a tournament with, I believe it was like the 342nd, 343rd, and 344th ranked teams on Ken Palm, along with the host UTSA, who was fresh off of losing to Division II UT Commerce. Who's moving up to the Southland, but they're not. Yeah, Texas A and M Commerce. Yep. Let's, yep. let's get it right. Oh. You know, Texas people will shoot us if we don't do it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're not they're, even. They're, so yeah, so they have one more. So they have one. So uh, IPUI does have one more game against a non D one, a Spalding University. Um, I'm assuming they're going to do okay, but who knows at this point? Um, yeah, they lost the twenty. Yeah, so uh, they went over. Of the the worst tournament, the worst MTAE I've ever seen. They went winless. Um, yeah, they're they're struggling. <laughs> but to be fair, what, what did we we didn't? But to be fair, it's IUPUI. They are obviously, you know, we yeah. we knew what we were they what lost. was going. We were going to get. We we knew what IUPUI was going to be coming in. There there we have very we had very low expectations for them. Anything that they do to this point will be icing on the cake for them. Of course, yeah. they get. To, of course, then they get to, get to go up against Detroit Mercy in Oakland um, the first week. That's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, by the way, apparently, oh that can't be. That cannot be on TV. 
Oakland and IUPUI cannot be on TV. <laughs> Come on. That cannot be the ESPN game. Please tell me it's not. I think no, I it is, actually. I thought the first one was Robert Morris Milwaukee. I don't know. I think it is. Robert Morris is a whole other animal, by the way. <laughs> We're a whole other colonial. <laughs> so, yeah, they. Uh, you didn't really expect a lot against Kentucky. They did okay. They actually did pretty okay against Ohio. Um, but, man, that Mount St. Mary's game was brutal. Oh, heartbreaking. It, brutal. They were, weren't they, uh, they, were, they were up by, what, 17? Yeah, they allowed a 14-0 run to make it a game, and then... They took just, it in overtime and didn't didn't lost. Yeah. yeah. So they they talk, now that's that's talk about soul searching. That you definitely need to do some. They're gonna need to do some soul searching. And, and then again, with Robert Morris, when you look at what Robert Morris has on that roster, I expect I, I don't know why I expected more. I mean, especially which is again, and I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why I expected more. Uh, maybe I certainly expected more in the Mount St. Mary's game. And by the way, so did Robert Morris fans. <laughs> I mean, their whole back. I, now, obviously, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not as I'm not very versed on like the NEC to know that that Mount St. Mary's and Robert Morris are heated rivals. And yeah, so that happened. Yeah. But man, it does not get any easier for them, by the way. They got to go in. They got to, on, on Saturday, they got to play Davidson. That's not going to be fun. And then they get to go up to Green Bay and Milwaukee uh, during the conference, at the start of the conference season. So, yeah. So, so what they need to do, the Davidson game's probably going to be ugly. It is what it is. Um, what they need to do is let Green Bay go up by about 10 points on them heading into the second half, and then they're, they're money. They've got it. <laughs> is that yeah? Um, that seemed to be the thing that they did. It, yeah, this uh, I, that seemed to be a trend for Green Bay, uh, specifically at the Jersey Mike's Classic. Um, by the way, they, by the way, which was supposed to be in Jamaica, but obviously because of COVID restrictions, they weren't able to do. They will be going to Jamaica next year, by the way. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm sure that'll be you know a, an experience for everybody, um, which is going to be pretty cool. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so that is gonna be something, and I am not looking. For, uh, so yeah, I am looking. Yeah, so yes, you are correct. It's gonna be Robert Morris, and so yeah, I'm sorry because I confused it because there were two. There are two noon games. Oakland IUPUI is the one noon game, and then Robert Morris and Milwaukee is the second noon game. So yeah, so that's what's going on. Um. Yeah, and Milwaukee and Robert Morris are the one that's going to be on ESPNU. So, okay. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'm telling you that the first, if you look at that, if you look at the the the, the matchups for uh, by the way, and by the way, props to the conference for staggering these out so I don't have to like split screen all over the place. <laughs> right. Yeah, because be I mean, well, yeah. Thursday is going to be uh, no, no, okay. To be fair, Thursday is going to be a nightmare. Because we got three seven o'clock games and three eight o'clock games. That's going to be a nightmare, but I understand that. And it also involves like basically everybody. Um, as it, what weird? What's yeah? I love this the the weird quirky thing that you know Detroit Mercy and UIC are playing at uh, two o'clock on Sunday the fifth by themselves. By the way, that should be something. 
but yeah, so you know, props to the conference for getting all the Saturday games staggered the way they do, so I don't have to lose my mind on that one. Especially if I'm since I'm going to try to do that on Thursday, it's going to be ugly. Um, but yeah, so but man, but if you look at those games, I mean, you got you already have Cleveland. Cleveland State is already going to be playing Wright State and Northern Kentucky right off the bat. Um. Robert Morris, Robert Morris, and Youngstown State are going to be playing Milwaukee and and um, and uh, Green Bay right off the bat. Oakland, uh, IUPUI, and UIC have to play Oakland and Detroit Mercy right off the bat. It's going to be some. It's yeah. This is the way they have this set up. That you know you're going to see. It, it's going to be. That's tough. That's a tough way. To, I don't know. I don't care which way you shake it. That's going to be a tough, tough way to start out the conference. And you're starting that right off the first weekend of December. And then of course you're never going to not going to see him again until the end of December. <laughs> and then the real fun starts because then you know you have you still have a whole boatload of buy games. I think Oakland still has Michigan State coming up. Um, among others, so whew, it's gonna be fun, an awkward sort of way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I do like the way that they're doing the scheduling this year, where it is staggered. Yeah. Um, just there's gonna be Horizon League basketball to watch basically every day for you know a couple weeks there. Um, there is, especially at the beginning. Yeah, the beginning of the next beginning of twenty two. Um, I think we, I think we had eyeballed this. There's like, there's, there's like at least one stretch in January, one stretch in February. There's like six straight days yeah. of Horizon League basketball yeah. on, and yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, so that's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, honestly. Yeah, I don't know definitely. how I'm gonna, I don't know how I'm gonna be paying attention to all of it, but I'm gonna sure try. <laughs> I got this. Don't worry. I'm glad you do, because you know. <laughs> Uh, yes, but you know this is what we signed up for, John. <laughs> this is what we signed up for. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be. But yeah, that, that's kind of what we're. But yeah, this week is gonna be really quirky because we have all these teams that are gonna be doing you know MTEs where we're not gonna be able to actually watch them, which is gonna be fun. Um, plus we have you know, and we have like whole teams who aren't even gonna we're not even gonna see. Like Youngstown State, we're not going to see at all for a week and a half. We're not going to see them all for a week and a half. So, and then, you know, we're not going to see Detroit Mercy until Saturday. So that's going to be interesting. And then they're going to, you know, so, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm still trying to figure that out. And I think everybody else is too, which is fine. Is, is Green Bay playing this week? I don't even remember if they're playing this week. Um, I think they're playing. I want to say they are. Yeah, they're playing a non D, a, a D three school. They're playing U UW Superior. Okay, that's so that's they, they so they so theoretically they should yes theoretically they they and they themselves should should get off the schneid and finally win. Yeah, I mean crossing our fingers because anything is possible at this point. <laughs> Hopefully they'll get they'll get there. Um, obviously you know with Donovan Ivory. Um, he, to me, kind of came out of nowhere. He didn't really play at UMass Lowell. Then he didn't really play at Boise State. Now he's the leading scorer for Green Bay. Um, he was amazing yesterday. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they didn't win, but he did great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we're gonna be saying that. Incidentally, we're. I feel like we're gonna be saying that a lot this year. They didn't win, but he played great. It's okay. Horizon League play comes soon. Someone has to win those games. Yeah, and even but even then, you're still gonna have a. He played great, but they lost. Yeah. You can see it. You can definitely see it. I mean, you can definitely see it. Um, and that's gonna be pretty funny. I think it's gonna be funny. I don't know, but. But yeah, so I don't know. We honestly, I don't know what your power rankings look like because you know, I, I, you you can all be surprised tomorrow. You can all be surprised on Monday when they come out. I don't know what my power rankings look like. I'm, <laughs> Great, uh, we, so it's going to be a surprise for everybody. We jumped right into this from the end of the Youngstown game. Um, I know who I'm going to have last. <laughs> they earned it, and then and then after oh. that, I'm sure it's like, oh crap, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say first earned it, last earned it. Other than that, it's kind of a mess. Um, nice hodgepodge. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's the last couple of games with Cleveland State have made me a little nervous. Um, and and maybe it's because of the fact that I think they're still trying to figure out how to uh, how to who's going to be running point in place of Craig Bodwan, who's got a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out for a couple few weeks. I think they're still trying to feel their way through that. Cause I mean, they're trying everybody there. I mean, even, even Trey Gomillion, who apparently hasn't played ran point, like played point guard in like forever was playing point guard against Canisius on Saturday. Come on. Let's see spider do it. Spider can. Yeah. I, yeah. Spider can do it. Yeah. I can. <laughs> I can I can live with that. Giant. Um, yep. <laughs> but again, it's like it's it's but yeah, it seems like even Cleveland State, who has this deep rotation, seems to have some question marks. And that seems to be an issue all over. Um and I don't really quite get that. Yeah, I mean they obviously added a bunch of kind of perimeter guys and uh a big man um, didn't really add at point guard at all. Um, I do like, I, I said this last week and I continue to say this, love Brock Finstoon's game. Definitely. Love game. He's been outstanding. Absolutely. He's been great. Um, I think he's going to be, you know, I know we, we've never had a conversation about six man in the year. And by the way, I'm pretty sure our, your, your, our prediction for six man is going to be wrong. Cause I'm pretty sure Deontay Billups actually starts. <laughs> we didn't know. Maybe if we'd asked Cameron, we would have known these things. Jeez, you know, this is what happens. We have you know, we have a player writing for us. We didn't ask. Oh, hey, by the way, Cameron, no, is Deontay Phillips starting? Could you let us know so we don't like try to make him six man of the year or anything? He came off the bench against Minnesota. All right. Did he? Okay. 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 Well, I didn't know. I yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I, well, unfortunately, the the problem with that was, you know, again, Minnesota was on, you know, the Purdue four way Minnesota game was on BTN plus, and how many people have that? If I remember right, you could actually just watch it. No, I yeah, I I watched it. The, the Did BTN you? plus for some reason was I don't know if that's going to change later in the season or what. Um. Oh no 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 no! I watched um. I watched something else on BTN Plus. I watched a women's soccer tournament game, uh, Loyola. 
okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Different game, but it was on BTM Plus and I could watch it. So I don't know if that's, I don't know. So. I mean, I guess. And by the way, I think uh, is Purdue, who is Purdue. I think Purdue Four Win plays. Uh, they don't play until Saturday either. I think they play uh, Western Michigan, and we 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 don't see them until the end of next. The uh, we don't see Purdue Fort Wayne until Saturday. So it's going to be kind of a you know. So we're going to start. So basically, we're going to start the week off with three teams we're not going to be able to watch, and then we're going to be you know end the week with UIC in Vegas, and then a bunch of games on Saturday and. Maybe you won on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Because, by the way, Purdue-Fort Wayne also in Fort Myers. Is that right? Hold on a second. This can't be right. I'm sorry. If I'm looking at the Horizon League schedule, Purdue-Fort Wayne cannot be playing Western Michigan at 4.30 in the morning. There's no way. <laughs> that has to be a typo. Afternoon, yeah. P.M. P.M. Okay. <laughs> All right. That scared the crap out of me. I'm like, I'm like, what? ESPN didn't bring back the 24-hour marathon. We're just going to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it ourselves, sure. That always works. They're playing like a, a regular game. Um, well, I don't know about the tournament, but I know they're just playing Florida Gulf Coast. I know. They're playing Florida Gulf Coast, but they're also playing Western Michigan, and they're playing both of, those, both of them in Fort Myers. Oh, okay. They are also going to be in Fort Myers, just like, um, yeah. Lots of Horizon League teams in Florida this year. For- <laughs> For for basketball, I guess that's how it went. I guess you know that's that's what's going on in Florida, I suppose. But yeah, so that's what they're doing. Much of this was supposed. To, I don't know. Well, oh, I by know the way, fire. by the way, yes. Uh, by the way, Fort. I'm sorry, I was incorrect because they're playing on their. It is actually an MTE. Is the Hilton Garnet Inn FGCU Invitational? Okay, yeah, that Myers. one. And they start off playing southeastern Louisiana, who they played last year, and then Western Michigan on Saturday and Florida Gulf Coast on Sunday. Yeah. And by the way, according to their – by the way, interestingly enough, yeah, see, they have it right. It's 4.30 in the afternoon on Saturday, so not 4.30 in the morning. Oh, that would be a lot more fun. So we're, they're going to – yeah, a lot of people – we're going to be squishing a lot of basketball into – and by the way, the Florida Gulf Coast game is on ESPN+. Plus. I don't know about the other two games. Probably. Who knows? No, if it's anything like some of these other tournaments, like the the one IUPUI was in, uh, UTSA was only broadcasting their own home game. <laughs> they didn't care about anyone else. Well, that's okay. I, I don't think we would have really wanted to watch any of that anyway because it, it didn't seem very good. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, like I said, we're, uh, we're not going to be uh, – next week we're taking off because, you know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, week after, of course, uh, we're going to be jumping right into the uh, conference schedule, so I'm looking forward to that. I know you are too, because it's probably going to make your life easier. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm I'm oh. comparing like acceptable losses to like wins that were too close that should have like it right now doesn't make sense. I I want league play. <laughs> All right, so. Um, until then, um, horizon, uh, horizon roundtable .com. We're going to squeeze a bunch of like written stuff in before Thanksgiving, just cause you know, you guys got stuff to do and so do we. So <laughs> go, go, go forth and be, you know, go forth and share, share the holidays with your families and, you know, read our stuff later. Well, we don't mind. <laughs> Um, you can also pull us up on uh, wherever podcasts are found. So again, if you're and you're on your way to grandma's house, you know if it's not going to annoy the crap out of the pe other people in the car, Horizon Roundtable, we're going to be on. 
Um, and of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So until next time, thank you all for listening.